listeners, it's been a minute and what a wild year it's been. We're currently working on developing the podcast for a bigger and better season two. But in the meantime, we are having some short chats with people from the industry about how they're coping with these pandemic times. In this episode, you'll hear our chat with Michael and Lava from Bobby Lou Production, a Swedish-based dance company, as they tell us about their current project, 28 Solos, 28 Days. The project enlists different dance artists from other Nordic dance companies as well as freelancers every day throughout February to do a live performance on their Instagram. Just to let you know, due to the COVID-19 global pandemic, Michael Love and I connected digitally. So please forgive any brief moment while we wait for the internet to catch up. Enjoy. So nice to have you both Love and Michael here. Thank you for joining. It is a strange time, nonetheless, to have this conversation, obviously, over Zoom. I, myself, haven't done a lot of these conversations over Zoom. Um, so there's so much with the timing and how you speak. But I'm so excited to actually talk with you in these kind of bonus episodes that we're doing. How are you in general? Uh, we're great. Thank you. It's so nice to have this conversation. We're excited. Yeah. We've done a lot of Zoom meetings, yes, but we've never done podcasts before, so it's a bit, it's a little bit nervous. <laughs> and that's completely fine. I am myself also nervous. The last interview I had was a very long time ago, so I guess we'll just have a conversation as usual, which I think is wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, these what we talk about in these bonus episodes is obviously your practice with Bobby Lou, um, and how we as artists can somehow keep on working as we have all. I mean, there's no choice, right, really. We keep on working no matter what. Um, but just have a conversation about the ups and downs and see the joyful sides of it, hopefully, and obviously how you manage it. Um, and I think there is something so interesting within how we can manage as artists. And I kind of want to just start on a positive note. Um, like as artists now, we've dealt with this almost for a year. Um, or I, I mean, at least in Scandinavia. Um, is there something that just as you, you with your practice, um, with your daily routine that just keeps you going like, yes, we can go with our work. Um, something like that just brights up your day in general. Tough question. <laughs> yeah, really hard question. <laughs> but it is, I, I was thinking about them, that, that all the restrictions in this in these corona times it's hard to to like to find the the bright spaces uh, in the daily life but it's also it also opens and creates new possibilities for us we are we're going in new directions that we wouldn't have uh, dared to maybe test or or try out before mm. which is healthy somehow artistically also yeah, I feel it for sure. It feels like with what I see you do, obviously there, I presume with, I, I do as I, I, you say, I do as I say, sorry. Um, it, that has been pro prolonged and, and, you know, a lot of performances have been pushed on. But with the, for example, with the 28 solo days, it seems like you found somewhere interesting to investigate in these times. Do you care to share more information about that journey? Yes, actually, we, we applied for money for this project in, in June. Uh, it's an Instagram project. And, and we had already, we were already booked in the autumn. So we, we planned it for February. And we thought maybe Corona would be over by now. But it's not. So actually, it's, it's good for this project. It's a Corona project. And uh, yeah, it's very interesting. 
Yeah. You tell something about it. Yeah, but it's a yeah, 28 <coughs> solos, 28 days, every day, every day of February, there's a new dancer doing a solo on live on our Instagram. And then um, while they do their solo, it's like improvisation based. And when they do the solo, they have my instructions in the ears and it's recorded instructions. So everybody gets the same, but the audience don't hear them. So as an audience, you can sit and guess. And as a dancer, it comes as a complete surprise what, uh, what the instruction is. Oh, great. Is there any kind of... Yeah, you go. Sorry. Sorry. No, we've been doing a week now, and it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a it's really nice. We we we're not so much into Instagram, but uh, it's really nice to do because we use the live function and uh, to sit there and watch because we're watching live every day. But uh, you sort of get the the feeling that you are watching something together with. An audience that we are, we we are sharing this with other people from who who knows yeah. where and um, that's really nice. I I I didn't think that that was going to be the the case. So that's really cool. And uh, and the aim was also for for the dancer that the feeling is going to be a live performance. So it's not like a dance film or something you you prepare and do so. And also the feedback from the dancers has been that it feels like a live performance. Yeah, all of them are quite nervous because yes. there's uh, there's so many penalties <laughs> and uh, stuff that can go wrong before they go on. So they're, they're a little stressed. Yeah, we called them before and they've been yeah. stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is ta this tangible way of that. How can you make the nerve to still be there in a sense? And I guess also during these times, of course, it's the technical issues that comes with. Maybe it's even more nerves than before. Um, I have with you as well I really enjoyed it um was there some kind of how was your process with the dancers um do you have any other dancers that are um hired for this job do they interact and speak with each other or they you have worked with them completely separately how was your process and um, we we had the an audition in the fall with the 850 applicants uh, so we spent uh, our entire Christmas reading applications, which was watching films and watching films, yes. yeah. and it was a lot of fun. It was really a pleasure to see very good dancers and from diverse, all over the world. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, Bobby Lo Production, is hiring like half of the dancers, and uh, the other half is coming from collaborating companies. So we are working together with Skones Dance Theater and uh, Region Theta West, Delian Company. Uh, Gunilla Lind Dance Terra and the Black Box Dance Company in Denmark. And they are like providing or sponsoring the other half of the dancers. So that's really, really good for us. Yes. And, and we've had one big meeting where everybody met. Uh, there was also information. But, but it hasn't been so much of an artistic process with the dancers uh, before, because it's supposed mm. to be kind of uh, in the moment and uh, very, uh, yeah, like improvised performances. So our artistic process has been with the instructions to, to be able to create instructions that normal people can do because that's also the aim for, for after this month, but that also brings something, connect all the dancers with each other, but doesn't take away each dancer's um, artistic 
way of performing or mm. yeah and yeah. also different different dancers have <clears throat> or different styles has different vocabulary yeah. so so uh, i mean we are we are contemporary trained and have has have trained a lot of improvisation so we have sort of an abstract improvisation kind of uh, vocabulary mm -hmm. um but we have other dancers b-boys and uh, hip hoppers in the in the project that needs other instructions then yeah than that yeah no for sure it really reads that there is different dancers with different experiences and as always i feel like that just adds to um the conversation and the live performances the conversation between the people i guess watching from the screen and the, the, the people also performing and you guys um it marries very well um something i was thinking about as well which i have been thinking about a lot in these times uh, specifically when dance is such a such a 3d expression it's such a 3d um it's a, as we say it's a live thing it's a tangible thing and how in a sense we as an art we as, as artists can try how we can find a way to work with the 2d of a screen of an end of a capture and to find a way to emotionally or somehow to, to pierce through that and um, to actually connect with an audience. Is that something you have thought about throughout your process and how to, you know, make that connection easier? Yeah, it was a really big part of this because I feel like when you watch just a dance film on a screen, it's really, it's then it's a film and it's not a live performance. And so this was a, yeah, a big conversation that we had, how we can bring the dancers close to the audience and to connect with the audience. And, and we try to make it through the instructions somehow, even though we, we cannot say the instructions. No. Before, <laughs> 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 but that's kind of the aim, most the biggest aim with the instructions to mm. connect with the audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah, to get the to get that feeling. So the, you would say that the even though you can't share the instructions are somewhat, I mean, emotionally driven. I'm trying to just kind of sneak <laughs> into your process without you really sharing it. But <laughs> I would say that the 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 instructions is more like a simple guide in the room for mm -hmm. the dancer. So it's the performances are based on whatever they find interesting today or whatever they they are investigating right now, uh, and the the instructions are sort of guiding them in the space but also giving them yeah, but tools okay. somehow. And also as a contemporary dancer, it's easy to get into your own improvisation bubble and you kind of lock down. And the instruction also helped with that, I, I think a bit to open up and to really think about that you have an audience, even if you're alone in your home or yeah. wherever. Yeah, because they get instructions continuously or yes, yeah. it, it just doesn't start with the instruction. They get it continuously throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I feel like there's there's so much about opening up and how you can keep that openness within still being within yourself. I feel like I question that as a lot as a, uh, I mean, as a dancer and performer, it's like, how do I, in order to be with myself, I still need to be with everyone else and not being too overwhelmed with that or too overwhelmed with, for example, I guess the prompts that you're given. Um, and I think it's it's a fine balance. It's just interesting to see that how that you know um, how that developed in different people and different artists and 
when you go in and out of it. And that's kind of the fun game also. Sometimes you're like, okay, no, wait, wait, I, I didn't catch that, but I made this decision. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's nice to, sh to see the different people and also the different locations they, they've chosen. That's completely up to them, right? Where they film it. Yes. They choose location, they choose, uh, they choose um, costume. Yeah. And that's also, that's also like part of the thing that if you're in isolation or, or if you're in, stuck in an airport or what, whatever conditions you're, you're living under right now in these Corona times, you, you should be able to yeah. perform unless you're sick in bed. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and they should be able to do it uh, themselves without any help. Exactly. Some people have had help because it's a lot of uh, technical, like how to do it, in which order you put on the music and, and the live and so on. So some people have had help, but, but it's made so you can do it alone. Mm. That's um, great. That's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I see the AirPods and yeah, yeah. It's a, I guess the thing that you have to prepare for, even though it looks like, oh, it's just, it's just technical. It's just great. And I did my full performance here. Um, you mentioned before that you had some kind of progression thoughts about how this was going to progress into you. Do you have some ideas of how this is going to evolve uh, continuously, I guess? I mean, this specific project, in the end of the project, we're going to collect all 28 solos in, in one screen. screen. A frame? One frame, yeah, like, like you're at a Zoom meeting. So they're all going to be next to each other. And then we put the music over and the instructions over. So this is the first time when the audience gets to hear the instructions. And then the interesting thing is to see if the instructions that we came up with has sort of an choreographic effect. If we can, if we can see the dancers move in certain ways together. Together, mm -hmm. yeah. So that'll that'll be fun. That's a big test. Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> we haven't is been that, able. To... So that's all up to you to edit it, or no? Uh, no, we will have a, I mean, the, the solos are like they are, and then we just put them together. And the, the, go, yeah, the goal is that it will be like a one piece. So it's not 28 different dance solos. It's like one piece that you can see on the screen um, as a... As a full artwork, like a, as a, a whole thing. This is, this is the whole unity of it all. This is February. <laughs> This is February 2021, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, I'm excited to see that. And I'm also excited to hear the prompts as, you know, backstage information. That's for sure my cup of tea as well. Um, okay, but so 28, uh, 28 solo days, that's kind of obviously what you're working with fully now. Um, there's other obviously parallel projects that you're working with as well. Is there something specific that you're looking forward to I mean, it's hard to tell in these times, but I guess if we look at it, hopefully, yes, during towards the summer or later in the spring, um, that you want to just share with us so we can keep updated. We have a lot of things <laughs> that we're looking forward to, because uh, yeah, the, you mentioned before, uh, do as I say, an interactive um, performance that we're doing for young people, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that was postponed. It was uh, supposed to premiere in December, but now it's premiering in May. In May, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, still hopefully. <laughs> and we're, we're we're also wondering if we should because that's a theater performance uh, live, and we should maybe maybe we should do it outside instead, like try to Corona safe somehow. Yeah, mm -hmm. different yeah. options. Yeah. And then we're going uh, to the Faroe Islands yes. to make a children's performance. 
Nice. That starts next month. Month. March. So we hope. Uh, if we can, if, if Mikael can travel in March, he yeah. goes there. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah. So we hope that's going to be, but that's <clears throat> premiere in uh, in June. So hopefully, yeah. Then we'll be fine. We hope that the Corona vaccine is okay until June. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the fall, we have a new project. In a, we're going to do. It's called Reality. And it's uh, you can talk about that. It's a site-specific uh, performance in uh, in an apartment that we hope we can do in the autumn, or otherwise we postpone it if the Corona yeah. makes it. Um, and it's uh, the theme is a little bit the Alice in Wonderland and uh, uh, surrealism. Is it that in English? Surreal surrealism. Sur yeah. yeah. Sur surrealism. Surrealism. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you mean. I also, I'm also not sure completely how you pronounce that, but I, I think we get what you mean. Surrealism. You'll have to come and see the show to understand it fully. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that uh, that's, that's supposed to be for for a small audience. We're gonna have like yes. only four at a time or something like this. It's gonna be very small. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna intimate. be fun. Oh, wonderful. I do like an intimate performance. It feels like you, you treasure and value the audience in a really like, it, it gets to its heightened potential of performance. Yeah. I mean, that's my preference at least. Um, even though I, we all like the theater, theater that we hopefully can come back to soon. Um, yes. We just have, we have many plans, but we don't know if any will work out due to Corona. No, exactly. Right. I think it's, for, <laughs> it's the same for everyone, but yeah. it feels, it feels important to to keep to keep uh, trying to uh, to make art. Whether, yeah, to make art, but also to organize. Yeah. Whether it planera. Plan. 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 Yeah. 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 To plan stuff, and even though it probably is not going to happen, then we still <laughs> we still planned it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like I like that way of looking at it in a sense of. Um, I mean, we are artists, we're always going to make art in some ways and not trying to maybe, I guess, from my point on, glorify um, what it is making art in these times. We're just trying to make art yeah. with emphasis on trying. We're trying and it's, and it's, it's succeeding and it's um, changing and it's changing locations. And I think that's also a very nice way to see it um, for sure. I just think that it's so, uh, that it's so, uh, I mean, we're so fortunate to be dancers and choreographers because we are, we are used to adapting yeah. and we're good at it so we we find like these art loopholes no matter where no matter where we go there is there is loopholes to be found <laughs> where we can put in art yeah for sure is there is there something you would like to say or like a hopeful message to the people that would be listening to this um about going on i know that's a hard one uh, for sure um <laughs> just like if you have a cup just two three words or something that can keep their hopes up for seeing your performances but also keep on going with their own practice yeah i think just like we just said like keep on planning and working and trying to get out there even if it's sometimes impossible it's a good because it's a good way <laughs> yeah exactly and it i mean it's but it's really difficult and even though yeah. even though we can give good advices then it like you have to live up to them somehow <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's uh, yeah it's some it's sometimes around these parameters and it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that in a sense and it's nice to hear that um 
that that's kind of what we're all doing. Um, so if people would like to, sorry, if people would like to um, follow your journey, see your uh, performances um, and um, yeah, see what you're doing, where do they, where do they get this information? Uh, right now, Instagram is a very good uh, source. Yeah. So Bobby Production with the K, since it's Swedish. Ah, yeah, that's right. right. Uh, production with the K. Yeah, production with K. Yeah. There is all the Instagram performances and then our website as well. We have uh, all our productions up. Yeah. Nice. We will for sure looking into that to see and follow your journey and see what we can try to do and yeah. try to do, <laughs> uh, of course. Um, it's been very nice to chat with you, even though it's a short time. Um, and yes, I'm looking forward to see the rest of the 28 solo days. And I hope everyone else tunes in that has the possibility too. Uh, so thank you both. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. Yes. Great. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Head, Shoulders, Knees and Pot. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at HSKPod and you can find more information and donate at hsk-pod.com to help us make the podcast better. This episode was hosted by me, Matilda Biaro, edited by Matilda Itustal, with social media support from Katie Daniel.